Yo, what's up guys? Alright, and welcome to another episode of Get Your Nerd On with me, P90, and this is episode 47. Dog, we made it to 47 of these motherfucking episodes. That's fucking crazy. I went through a partner change. JK, it just was a partner leave because I left my partner and decided to come to Florida. But, hey, we still going. It might be like bi-weekly sometimes. It might be every fucking week sometimes. But we still here. And I'm still delivering this fucking news, my G. <clears throat> yes, this shit is great. And we got some news for you today. You know, decided I don't really care for it that much. They had a little presentation and shit, you know what I mean? So we definitely gonna get into that joint. THQ Nordic released uh, a couple games that they was gonna be dropping. And then there's just some other news going around. Some wild rumor that popped up again. So it might be true, but I'm still taking it with a grain of salt. But you know, I like to just expound on shit. So we gonna talk on that rumor too. But hey man, let's get this shit cracking. And let's get into this. No, I have not seen Shang-Chi yet, so I'm not going to do any type of review on that. Um, although I should, but I haven't, so I'm not. But let's get to it. Alright, first and foremost, you know what we do. We do catch-ups over here. So first, um, I <laughs> I don't know what I did this week. Um, it was just filled with so much work. I do know that I read a shit ton of Carnage, though. Like, I actually picked up my Carnage book and started reading it again. And, yo, it made me realize Carnage is super. We'll get into that later when we talk about comics. But, yeah, read that. Um, Before I actually get into the episodes, I would definitely be reading some uh, Trial of Magneto stuff. Because I think we haven't talked about Trial of Magneto yet. So we're going to talk about it. And if we did, so what? We're just going to brush up on the last one, and then we're going to go hop right into two. So there's that. We're going to start some uh, Batman Fear State. Listen, man, you know how I do. These podcasts kind of get recorded as I do shit. It's just been a busy fucking week. But I've also been playing Life is Strange 2 because I'm getting ready for True Colors. Haven't beat 2 yet. 2 is, fu- is really, really good. I'm really enjoying 2. I don't know if I told y'all, but I played Biomutant. That shit is more like Biomid. We're going to get into that, too. You know, I'm a, I ain't put that on the shit, but I'm going to write that down. Today's going to be a good episode. I'm pretty sure I played something else. Oh, man, I played a little bit of the Vanguard beta, dog. 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 Nah. That's going right on the shelf when I cop it. Ain't no way. I'm going to tell y'all what I've seen and what I've seen other people seen. But, yeah. That's about it on the catch-up. I ain't do too much crazy shit. I mean, I organized my room a little bit. Got a new shelf. Puts my, I got a, my friend gave me a shelf. So, we put this awesome goddess who holds stone statue on the top. And then under that is my DC row. And then it's my um, Marvel row. But I think I'm going to just make it the X-Men row. Because I'm only going to really get X-Men statues and Spider-Man statues. Like, that's about it. So, I'll do, like, an X-Men row, then a Spider-Man row, and, like, that shit looks cool. I'm going to post a picture on Twitter once it's filled up. So, y'all ain't going to see it anytime soon. But, I just want y'all to know. I got a new shelf. That shit look dope. Got all this shit organized. I put some books at the bottom because I needed to get these fucking books off my floor. You know what I mean? Um, I, what, I, I just got something. Oh, I got Coraline on Blu-ray. And then I'm getting Magical Girl Sight on Blu-ray. Hopefully, that goes towards a second season. 
But yeah, that's that's all there really is to catch up on me. I'm going skating later tonight. The tonight of me recording this episode, of course. So you know, it's about to be lit. I'm about to have some fun. We about to get into some shit. Let's get it. Let, all right, let's go to the video game news. Let's start that first. Horizon Zero Dawn, or Horizon Forbidden West, I should say, will be the first and only free upgrade game on PlayStation 5. Every game after that will cost a minimum of $10 to upgrade to the next-gen version if necessary. All in reply to backlash that they have suffered for forcing people to purchase a PlayStation 5 version of a game at $70 when or if they purchase the PS4 version of the game and then get a PlayStation 5 later kind of like so basically it doesn't have a normal upgrade you have to pay for the upgrade separately but with this they'll let you just be like okay you have this game here's $10 upgrade except for this specific game this game will let you upgrade for free Alan Wake Remastered is coming to Xbox and PlayStation Next Gen systems. Uh, so this is the first time that Alan Wake will be on a PlayStation system. And PlayStation players who have looked forward to it but were too stubborn to get an Xbox 360 or an Xbox One will finally be able to play it. Unlikely rumors of an updated Series S are circulating the internet. Possibly upping the specs but still leaving it discless. I doubt that. But it's possible, but I doubt it, unless they find a way to use um, the components that they haven't been able to get a lot of and change that piece, then that's possible. Maybe they, they do it in a way to pump out more, but Series S's are all over the shelf. A lot of people are just buying up the X's because it is stronger at the end of the day, but I mean, hey. Maybe if they make a more appealing S, they'll be able to sell through those S's. But we'll see what happens. I mean, the S is already very appealing. I want one myself, but I'm just saying, as a podcaster, that's what I'm seeing. Well, to continue on with that news, the Wolverine game was announced by Insomniac Games at the PlayStation event. We only got a little teaser of Wolverine uh, doing his little claws at fucking um, at a bar. So he's going to get into a bar fight. Hopefully that's actually in the game and that wasn't just like a little tease like, yeah, Wolverine bar. But that would be cool to see like a Wolverine bar fight. I wonder how the game's going to play. If it plays like Wolverine Origins, the video game, not the non-existent movie, of course. Um, that would be kind of cool. Just to, probably like a maybe a little closer on the camera. Um, a little like. It, it could keep it fast, like fast paced in the speed of like Spider Man, not too fast paced. Um, it would definitely be a hack and slash, of course, but I can, I can definitely see them making a very wonderful Wolverine game, and I'm here for it. Uh, I hope that it ends up being a shared universe with Spider Man. Like, they don't have to cross over all the time. It's just, I want the universe to be shared. So, it's just, like, so you see, like, some news of Spider-Man somewhere. Or w if we see Taskmaster and Spider-Man, we see the same Taskmaster in Wolverine. Or if we get uh, some other game, like, it's that same character type of thing. Like, that way, we're like, oh, yeah, that shit's connected. That's dope. 
that would be really cool. Like, I, I really like that. Um, hopefully they give us some other X-Men characters, too. It's the only ones that matter is X-Men. I mean, a Fantastic Four game would be cool, but I only really care for the X-Men. X-Men and Spider-Man-verse are, like, literally all that matters to me. Speaking of Spider-Verse, though, we got Spider-Man 2, which was announced, and in the trailer, it was Spider-Man and Miles. So I already have the idea that it's either going to be co-op or you're going to be able to swap between the two willingly, or there's going to be a lot of missions with both of them. Um, yes, it's called Spider-Man 2, but they're both Spider-Man, and Spider-Man Miles Morales does have his own title. But still, I really do feel like both of those characters are going to be very important to the story. Um, both of these games, I believe, are coming out in 2023, and Spider-Man probably being the the first one to release in 2023, because that trailer looked a lot more done than the Wolverine teaser, but, uh, there was also a voice in there, and that voice sounded very cocky, and they were asking for a very good fight, a fight to be loved in cherished and the only crazy ass motherfucker who just wants to fight people is craven the hunter and but also when craven the hunter finished his sentence we see venom in the shadows and i'm just thinking are we gonna get like a maximum carnage type team up like will the spiders team up with venom to fight Craven the Hunter because he's just that fucking um he's just that powerful like against them like he's just that tactical and smart and just knows how to hunt that they all need to um gang up on him or will it be like a we have to fight Venom but also Craven is fighting Venom and we're fighting Craven so not necessarily a team up but it's like damn dog who's this dude who's just trying to fight us spiders and then the Spider-Man's trying to just, like, calm everything down. But Venom and Kraven are just going nuts. There's, like, there's a lot to, to possibly come out of here. Will we get the black suit in this? Well, it'll be really cool, actually, if they twist this around since it's not following any comics necessarily. Um, if, say, the Venom... Um, symbiote leaves Eddie at some point or whoever it's under and goes to Miles this time I'm just saying that'd be kind of funny that'd be kind of cool low change in the mythos uh, but it would be cool to see one of them in a black suit uh, It, I don't know man that would just hit for me Like that would just be really fucking dope to see I'm excited for it I wonder what other things they've been talking about in that room. I know that they said Wolverine was one of those things that they've actually thrown around a lot, but it wasn't until now that they've been able to uh, make it happen. So, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what comes from this. Oh, man. Craven Hunter. I'm big excited for that one. I always thought that that's what Spider-Man 3 was going to end up being, the movie, but I guess it's completely different. Anyway, trying to figure out what exclusives and timed exclusives are all of a sudden has become a hassle. Um, thought about this when I was watching the PlayStation event. 
because KOTOR is apparently a timed exclusive, which was announced, a KOTOR remake. Um, and then there's other games that happen to be timed exclusives that I I can't remember right now, but like they just really suck with the fucking wording for these games all of a sudden, and it's really getting weird. Like, I understand trying to tell people yo, this game's gonna be on our system and only our system is, like, what you're supposed to do. But at the same fucking time, like, let niggas know, is it really your game or is it timed exclusive? Or at least put an article after and tell us that. Because they don't do that all the time. Only sometimes. Or sometimes someone has to reach out to to a dev and be like, yo, so is that timed or is that normal? And then, like, it's exclusive. It's like, I mean, forever? So it's weird. Like, just like Final Fantasy. They've never said it wasn't going to come to Xbox, but they also said it was a timed exclusive for PlayStation. So does that just mean PC? Or does that fucking mean it'll eventually come to everybody whenever we feel like giving it to everybody? It's, it's so weird. It's dumb. I think they need to just... Yes, timed exclusive on PlayStation. Timed exclusive on Xbox. Timed exclusive on Nintendo just make it easy for everybody people are still gonna buy your system if they want i mean not me i'm still not buying Deathloop till it comes to xbox but there are people who will buy it because they want to play it especially now since it got a 10 out of 10 congratulations Deathloop, for getting 10 out of 10s in like multiple places call of duty vanguard is a fucking mess it's like it has mad texture issues um the connection issues are fucking ridiculous, like ridiculously horrible. And there's just so much wrong with that shit. I play a little bit of it and I did not enjoy myself. I didn't run into the texture ball, but there's a lot of people who ran into the texture ball and they felt like they were playing control for a second because it was just, it was just ugly. The game is absolutely fucked. Uh, what else do we have? We have Xbox rumors, okay? Very big Xbox rumor. Do we believe it? I don't know. But Xbox is supposedly picking up another studio. Did I just say that? I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, Xbox is picking up a new studio. Supposedly, that's the rumor. That's what we're hearing. And I'm hoping that if this were true, I'm just hoping that it's like, one of the studios that everyone doesn't think that they can get. Like, it would be great if it's Square Enix because they need those Japanese games. Sega has Japanese games too, but Square Enix has such a array of a library that it'll give them everything that they haven't touched yet. But then there's WB, which would be great because then they could get someone on their fighting games. Um, they can work out a deal. They can uh, work out a deal and keep Mortal Kombat... They could implement um, Killer Instinct into a bi-annually, tri-annually fighting game. I would prefer like tri-annually or whenever. Whenever it comes out type of fighting game. But Killer Instinct could become a fighting game again um, on the regular. Uh, We could have Mortal Kombat. We'd have the DC if they decide to make a deal. 
Like, there's a lot of things to come out of them deciding to go on the side of making that, uh, making a WB deal. It just depends on how hard they're trying to go with that deal. Because if they go with that deal, you don't just go with that deal in half-ass and just be like, all right, we'll take all your studios, unless you have a plan. Otherwise, you take the deal, you try and bargain for licensing um, deals as well. Like, hey... You guys suck at getting your shit out and making your fans happy all of a sudden. So how about we worry about all of the video game stuff. We purchase a portion of your characters and we split the revenue. Now, we'll let the characters get used in third-party games that are shared between both systems... But how about we make a, a new universe built off of the Arkham shit that already started? Because we can. Because Batman never dies. So, we can do other Batfams. We can try and find out a, a great way to make a Justice League game. Like, we could do solos first. There's so many other characters. Bro, a Booster Gold game would be fucking awesome. Imagine we got like a... We got a Mr. Miracle game that plays like Returnal or better, right? All right. So, Scott Free, it could be like an origin game and a game that leads up into other stuff. Like, we can even put him in the... Dog. Mr. Miracle would be the best roguelike series ever. At, well, at least the first one would be. Um, I mean, actually, no, the second one could be. If they go back to war, um, when he fights with, if he fights with the Justice League, and it just gives you a perspective. I like, there's just so many things they could do. There's mad fucking characters. A Harley Quinn game would be fucking fire. We could get a detective question game. Like, bro, there's so many things we could do. Like, we're in a time where we can get Gotham, uh, we could get a Gotham game. Like, a Gotham uh, Police Department game. We can get a dope-ass Green Arrow game. I'm sure of it. Like, Green Arrow would just be Horizon Zero Dawn. But cooler. That's exactly what that shit would be. That would be fucking awesome. It's like Batman mixed with Horizon Zero Dawn. A little less climbing. It would be fucking... It would be great. Alright? It would actually be really, really cool. But, um, yeah. That's... I want... I'm going... My vote is for WB or Square Enix. Because if they do Square Enix, then we finally get... We get Nair Physicals... We get um, a new Kingdom Hearts deal, which could lead to Kingdom Hearts physicals that we haven't gotten. Um, and also that would either, I'm sure, I'm sure if if we somehow got Square Enix, Kingdom Hearts would have to stay multi-platform at, because of where it finally got itself now. I think if anything... Um, that's the only game that would go untouched. I think Final Fantasy, Nair, all that shit could end up um, exclusive. But I really, really think that Kingdom Hearts would be the absolute only game that cannot go fully exclusive per deal. Not because I don't want to. I don't care. Take it away. That That's great. Just like I, I said with the Bethesda thing. Like if, you, if, if they're acquired, they're our company now. But I think that Disney... Sorry if y'all got hit with the mic. Uh, I think Disney would want to petition for that to be multi because they wouldn't want any loss of money. 
and the only reason they would lose money is because PlayStation wouldn't, wouldn't get that game. Like, there's so many people going into Game Pass and buying Xboxes now because of Game Pass and because they can play everything on PC. So there's enough revenue. It's just, I think Disney is the type of company that'd be like, that's the amount of money we don't want to lose. That right there. We want our rights for our characters. We want them to be used the way we want them to be used. So you're going to make it multi-platform or this is one game you're not going to get. We will pull it from Square and we'll never see. And I think that that's kind of how that conversation would go. Because the mouse, it's the mouse's house for some fucking reason all the time. Um, all right, but other stuff. Um, we got a, damn, what a Destroy Humans 2 remake. Did I say that one already? I don't know if I said that one already. But Battlefield 2042 delayed by about a month long. So it comes out November 19th. Windows 10 PC can now stream console games on its Xbox app. So the uh, Xbox app that you can download on your Windows 10 PC, you can now use that. Tiny Tina's Wonderland comes out March 25th, 2022. The Dungeons and Dragon inspired Borderlands spinoff. Project Eve was announced at the Sony Showcase and it looks like the dopest new hack and slash out of Japan with like a really take great take on speed and art direction, and I'm, I'm excited for it, I'm happy for it, I'm down, can't wait to try that shit out, and I think that's all for games, but I will talk about some games that I played, I beat Life is Strange 2 and some other stuff uh, when you see me back, so let's get to that, and then we can get on with the next section, which is, um, I played Last of Us 2, finally beat it, I've been playing that game for a very long time, but I finally come to the end of that game, and I, in my opinion, I got the best possible choice, which is um, spoilers for The Last of Us 2. Oh, not Last of Us 2. Life is Strange 2. Um, so I got the ending where Daniel uses his powers to blow the second, the doors off the border into Mexico. They drive into Mexico and they end up living a life together opening a car shop working on cars something that his dad did something that his mom was able to do a little bit of ends up taking after his father um the game kind of tricks you into possibly assuming that um the brothers somehow died but they don't they do get stuck up though but then Daniel uses his powers to kick everyone's ass, and then, like, they just stop fucking with him. Um, I think the game was really, really good. Like, another part that made, like, it made me cry again a little bit inside, not outside this time. But I, I definitely did um, show my feels a bit. That game was really good. The um, the way that they they wrote everything was really intense i love the ending that i got like i, I don't like the uh, i don't want to experience any of the other endings there's an ending where you go to jail and you go to mexico without your brother there's an ending where i th i think someone said you die again i read some of these so i didn't actually watch uh watch them or look them up i don't want to see them i don't want to see any of the sadness this game is really good i'm gonna leave it where it's at uh, I definitely recommend it. I definitely, definitely recommend Life is Strange too. So 
fucking awesome game. There was like some cool little hints back at Life is Strange 1, Captain Spirit. Um, I wonder if Life is Strange 2 is going to do something similar. I really, I wish Xbox, this is one of the companies I thought Xbox had got, but they didn't. It was a different company that makes games similar to it, and they partnered to make this game. But uh, I wish that this was one of the companies that Xbox did grab, because a Life is Strange universe would be fucking cool. Like, I would have thought it would have been cool to have Tell Me Why set in the same thing. And, like, you just see a news clipping, like. Just small stuff to show that the world is put is together is what makes me really happy about like shared worlds and stuff like that. But that was really cool. That was great. Loved it. Uh, I finished an anime called Flowers of Evil. It was really good, but I do hate it. Uh, I hate it because the main character. Everything here is spoilers in this section. The main character is so stupid. So I'm going to try and explain this as good as I can. I'm going to give you a rundown of all 13 episodes as best as I can. Condensed, though. All right. So boy, a boy who reads books and like has no friends except for like three people. But they're all he's all he's a part of the weird kids, kind of right. There's this cute girl that he likes. One day he's last to leave the class and he realizes she left her gym clothes so he grabbed it and i don't think he actually knew like he had any intentions of doing anything but he just he held it because it was hers and a girl apparently seen him do it now this girl uses this to blackmail him well we see it as blackmail she sees it as she's just pulling down his mask showing him how much of a sicko he is because she thinks she's a sicko so she just wants someone she can call a sicko too so she in my head manipulates him into doing things like wearing her clothes wearing the gym clothes that he found um going on a date with the girl that he likes in the gym clothes he found she tells the girl things he she told him things like the girl wants to have sex with him like she just a bunch of lies just just keep she just messes with these people and eventually um everything catches up to him and he he uh runs away with the the meaner girl Nakamura-san he they run away and then the girl that he likes goes chase after him now, while this is happening, they have they have he is dating the girl that he likes all of us now. Like they managed to date. She found out about the shit that's happening and she still wants to accept him. But now he doesn't want her because she's not the angelic person that he thought. And Nakamura was all up in his mind and it's just so it's annoying me because he basically if you ask me, it is a show about grooming and uh that boy got groomed to think that she was like the shit or something i don't i don't get it that boy's stupid right and then he goes to her home because he wants to apologize so bad he spends like three days apologizing he gets in her house the dad invites him over he apologized to uh to nakamura's father and he goes in her room 
he stumbles in her room, finds a notebook where she's literally just writing about how she's such a sicko, she's such a sicko. Oh, I found another sicko like me. And she just details to herself what she's going to try and do to expose his sickoness. And it's so it's so weird because it's like, bitch, you're crazy. He's not. He could have had a wonderful relationship with that girl. But no, no, she wouldn't let it happen. And in the end, I think the end was like showing us possibilities. It kind of felt like Avon Galleon a little bit. But um, in the end, it almost seems like he decided to be just like Nakamura. And he let her fully manipulate him. And boom. Now, he's over here back-talking his dad. And they're sitting in a room full of panties all over the place. He's being a perverted man and whatnot. And it's just, it's quite insane. Um... So yeah, there was that, and then what else? I I finished Peach Boy Riverside. That shit was pretty good. I gave it like three point five stars. If I could cut a star in half, um, it was definitely worth the watch. Very, it got really intense and bloody and started answering some questions later down the line, and that's what I like to see. Now I'm gonna try watching Squid Game. Um, on Netflix, that's the next thing I'm gonna watch. Everyone said that was bloody and gory, but yeah, that was a uh, that was just some stuff that I finished and have some opinions on right now. Now I get I guess we can get to like that multimedia news and shit, you know, all that other stuff. I don't care about. Oh, actually, uh, Halo Flight information. So the, there will be a Halo Flight. This coming Friday, and then, or this coming weekend, and then the following weekend as well. So, that's two weekends of Halo flight time, Um, and like I said, if I'm reading correctly, there will be specific windows where it's PvP, and then everything else is PV bots. Which is cool, because then that means you can play and practice all week. If you missed a PvP, sucks for you, you missed. I mean, I'm going to probably miss most of it. But if you don't miss it, then hurrah. You can get some playtime in. Um, the schedules are all on the Halo Waypoint website. And on their Twitter, they have a link to the entire article. It's at the bottom of the article. But if you signed up, I'll see you probably on the battlefield if not man that sucks for you but hey halo's gonna be on game pass and it's gonna be free the multiplayer and that means you can play multiplayer for free if you have an xbox but don't have gold because halo infinite multiplayer is free so it's free it's a lot of free now on to that multimedia news crap that i was talking about netflix is working on 80 anime projects which is a lot. I wonder how many of those are original, and I wonder if, if one of those is Kakeguri or Ghost in the Shell 2045. I know that it better be one of those motherfuckers. Anyway, um, what else? We got Sandman Part 2 will be released on the 24th 
So get those Audible accounts ready because that shit is fire, bro. The Sandman story is fucking great. Like, I, I absolutely cannot fucking wait. Hold up. Wait a minute. The 24th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't fucking wait for that shit. I'm with it. All right. And also, good job, Disney Plus, for catching 71 nominations this year on a bunch of major categories for the Emmy Awards. Although, WandaVision... Actually, you know, I think WandaVision won some. I didn't check any of the wins. I was just looking at people complaining on Twitter. Um, but I guess not everybody was happy with the, the wins, the categories that they won in. Apparently, everyone who has seen the early screening of Carnage are loving it, but I still feel like I'll be left wishing for more. Um, apparently, there's a special tease at the post credit scene because um, the dudes playing Venom was just like, yo, don't tell anybody what y'all seen at this post credit scene. Because it's, like, really, really cool. And if it's not more carnage, if it's not more symbiotes, if it ain't toxin, I don't know if I can. Or shriek. Or shriek. If it's not toxin or shriek or Spider-Man, I don't think I care. I know it's not Spider-Man, by the way. But if it's not any of those things on my list i don't know if it's gonna help guys we'll see because i'm gonna watch it first week but i don't know we're gonna have to watch we're gonna have to wait and we're gonna have to see like for real for real because i really really like carnage like a lot dog so this shit means something to me to see carnage in the movie so if this shit bid i'm gonna be angry Shang-Chi will be available for streaming on Disney Plus in November. Which day in November, you may ask? Well, you know my half-headed ass, like, always forgets to write some shit down. So I didn't write down the date. But I think that it's... Okay, never mind. It's November 12th. I remember to write down the date. Free of additional charge. Um, So it's just going to go on there. They just wanted to catch all of the first um, the first monthers or whatever for the movie. Get all the money from the theatrical release as they could. And now they're going to release it to everybody else. So that's some good shit. That's some cool beans. Um, not This is back in the video game thing. But I still want to mention it. Because the type of video game is probably going to be like a, a show thing. If you've ever played Detroit Become Human... Quantic Dream Star Wars game is a rumor thing to be in the work. I'm sorry, the way I'm saying things is so improper because my cat's just climbing all over me and I'm just trying not to get stabbed, all right? I just don't want to get stabbed. Cats fucking hurt. Okay. That is all for that. Um, I Before I get to technology, there's one other form of media that I would like to address. If you have HBO Max, and if you like podcasts, and if you like Batman, you should definitely go to HBO Max and listen to Batman The Audio Adventures. I will spoil it right now for no more than...
two minutes. All right, bet. So two minutes from now, right this point. All right, so Batman the Audio Adventure was really cool. I thought that the voice actors were like mid at first, and I started getting used to them, and then like they, they fit the, the style because like it kind of feels like a real old school Batman book because it's like cheesy as hell. There's some comedy in it, and like Riddler is super cheesy Riddler, and it's a bunch of cool stuff in it. Um, and then they did like a bunch of cool ideas and whatnot, and then uh, like they try to utilize multiple villains, and I like that. I wonder if they're gonna do that again, and because of that, I'm excited to see what's gonna happen in the next season because Harley Quinn just was popped up at the last joint at the, like at the end of that shit. So like it's really cool, and I like how they did it, bro. Um, I mean I've never read the origin comics, so I don't know. If all, I know that some of these things absolutely are not brand new. Like, I know that for a fact. All right. But I don't know how much of the new stuff is as new as I think it is. So, I think people will like it. That shit is really cool. This ain't no fucking ad. But it's a comic podcast. So, I'm telling you to go on HBO Max and go listen to that shit. It's a podcast. You can lock your phone and then press play on the lock screen, and then put it in your pocket. You only got to take it out your pocket to fucking um, hit the next episode, which is why I wish they just made a deal with somebody like Spotify, because that's what they're doing for their other podcast, to make it more podcast-friendly. HBO Max burns your fucking battery. Like, it murders your battery. It's insane. But yeah, that was the only other media-type news. Now for... The thing that you're all here for, I don't know if you're all here for this, the Apple event. I'm just really, I'm I'm just going to read the notes. All right, I'm just going to read the notes. A bunch of new shows coming to the streaming home this fall. Comedy, action, and drama, including the morning show season two, which we've already started. All right, iPad updates. They made the iPad mini and the iPad Air better with new chips and pro-like features, but the Mini also gets a new, lighter remodel and colors. Big features it never had, and Pencil Gen 2 support, starting at $499. I think that's actually cool. iPad Minis look really cool. I'm not going to lie. That shit looks really fucking cool. Just because it's miniature, I'm going to stop saying how cool it looks before I convince myself to fucking buy one. Apple Watch. Watch OS 8 will detect falling off cycles. New Apple Watches announced Series 7 has a bigger display with reduced borders with rounded corners for a wraparound effect. Even the buttons have a little bit of upgrade. The watch now has a full keyboard and can fit more text on the screen. Durability has been increased to reduce reduce cracks and dust collection. Charges up to 33% faster than the Series 6 and is priced at $399 starting. Apple Fitness Plus has a bunch of new damn features, and I'm actually interested in trying to work out. They even added group fitness through FaceTime. And guess the fuck what? I've been using Apple Fitness for like a week now. That shit's fucking dope. It was in my bundle that I'd be paying for. So I was like, yo, let me just use this shit. Dog, bro. My girl Kim on Apple Fitness Plus, bro. This ain't no ad, bro. But Kim, yo, we be, that's a fucking workout, dog. She be having niggas doing the hit joint, bro. I be up in the living room sweating. I be like, yo, bro, whoa, I can't even stand up, dog. 
That shit dope, bro. Bro, like, listen, if you got, if you're paying for the Apple bundle, just fucking use Apple Fitness if you have an Apple Watch. Just use it. Like, at that point, it's not even adding. It's just in your bundle. Just fucking use it. That shit go hard. All right? Hold up. <laughs> Ooh, sneeze. Yeah, bless me. I'm I'm keeping that there. I need I need all the blessings. I need all of them. Um, whew, I don't know if we're going to go over. Com- I think I can summarize some comments that I read. Um, I forgot to take the official notes or, <laughs> yeah, bless me some more. Um, nah, we'll deal with that when we get there, but I don't think there's going to be comic summaries in this episode as much as I really want to. I don't remember anything. And for some reason I didn't take notes. I was trying to look at the issues that I read and, um, I literally couldn't remember shit. <gasps> All right, I remember, like, one thing, and we'll get to it. All right, let me finish with this Apple shit. I, I, I bet. Let's see. Um, Apple Fitness Plus. Apple uh, iPhone 13. Five new colors. Cameras are placed diagonally as usual. They still use recycled materials. The phone will have a bigger battery, and there will be a mini version of this iPhone. The chip they use is an A15 Bionic, which they boast uh, is leads above the rest. There's a wallet that comes... I mean, that doesn't come with it. It comes attached. I mean, it can attach to the phone. But when it's disconnected, it'll tell you uh, its last known position now. So if you lose the uh, the wallet, it now has a little tracker built inside of it, which is actually cool. The starting price for these phones are $799. Why do I say these phones? Well, because iPhone 13 Pro was advertised as the most pro iPhone ever made. It rocks the triple camera tech again, only four finishes. So if you want cool colors, don't get the pro. Otherwise, if you want cool colors and the pro, get them both. All right, both of them. Of course, there's a max. Yes, there's a fucking max. And I'm gonna just translate everything that they said. The camera is the best phone camera you'll ever get without buying a Canon. Oh, and it has a micro lender feature Oh, right, yeah. That That is what it is. Micro lens. I think it's micro lens and I wrote lender. <laughs> micro lens feature that should fix their close-up issues. All cameras use night mode now. So all three of those cameras in the back, they all work for night mode. So you can take better pictures at night with your iPhone camera. All right, all right. That was all for the tech shit that I'm spewing. All right. Now, I'm going to badly remember something important. I don't remember if we talked about this when we last did comics, but I have to say this because next time we do do the comic portion, this part is going to be really important. So, there's a Way of X issue that came out. And in Way of X, um, Legion... I want to call him his other name, but I can't remember. David, I want to say. Um, until I get that right, I'm going to call him Legion. I'm sorry. I was never, I never read Legion, so it's hard for me to remember his name, even though they have said it a couple times in Way of X. Um, I might be right, but I don't want to butcher it. But Legion was helping Nightcrawler try and bring out onslaught so they could try and find a way to beat onslaught david ended up coming yes i think it's david (laughs) 
Legion, aka David, ended up coming up with the idea to try and bring, create an arena for <clears throat> him and Onslaught to fight. He was going to challenge Onslaught himself. Or with the help of Nightcrawler. But in the process, Nightcrawler was helping the Gravity Chick and um, Adrian, no, Fabian Cortez uh, try and resolve their difference. But Onslaught still lived a little bit inside of them. So in the end, everyone ended up dying like a noble suicide. Actually, no, everyone died except for Kurt. Kurt ended up saving. I'm sorry. See, I'm but I'm butchering this, but I'm remembering it. All right. So, as they were falling, the gravity chick, she still had some hate in her heart. So, and so did Fabian Cortez. So Fabian ended up overloading her powers, which killed her. And then it was just him and Nightcrawler left, and the big fiery ball that was just coming down about to destroy the entire planet of Mars. It was Mars's son about to just destroy the planet. So Nightcrawler said, yo, Fabian, boost me the fuck up. And I, th I hope that this becomes a thing. But now, when he boosted him up, Nightcrawler could just, like, see a lot of shit. Like, he, he could see how, how to win, okay? That man made the planet teleport all the way back to its rightful place to stop its momentum downward and put that shit back to normal. That shit was crazy, dog. That shit was crazy. Now, what's the important part here? The important part here is that Nightcrawler died in that sacrifice and got resurrected. Fabian Cortez is in a coma because I'm assuming that Onslaught was still in Professor X and Professor X kind of heard a little bit of the, hey, remind me, part that he said to Fabian Cortez. So he did whatever he could to try and slow down that process so Onslaught couldn't get beat. And also, the other third important thing is Legion here. Legion doing whatever he can to try and bring Onslaught out to battle him in a safe space. So we're going to leave it there, and then we're going to try and continue from there out. I did read Batman Alpha, though, and that shit was really cool um simply put gotham's just gone to shit everyone doesn't know who to trust everyone is scared shitless and it's actually that simple as gotham has gone to shit there's some other things in there but we'll go into more detail i'll re i'll reread it and write it up like i usually do but just know that fear state has started and we're going to get into that, and then we're going to get back into our X-Men stuff. Also, there's no young boy cable anymore. It's old man cable. I'm a little sad. No Nathan. All cable. <sighs> all right, guys. That's all your news and your comic books and me, like, fucking up but still being the most awesome podcaster that can be that does this by itself. So, y'all have a good one. I have previews here, actually. 
Someone just turned off the podcast watch. I have previews here. I don't know if I should go over the previews now or next week. I'm going to go over the previews now since I'm uploading this episode day I rec- the day I finish it today. The, the, the day that you hear it, I don't fucking know. We'll go through the previews. We're just going to go through the previews because it's just the right thing to do. All right. So DC Connect issue 17. Um, if you were here when I did the last previews, you already understand how I'm going to do with this preview. I'm just going to kind of uh, talk about whichever ones look interesting to me. All right. So, Batman 118, a new chapter begins. New creative team, start of a new story arc as Batman leaves Gotham. Holy, what? Huh? Batman leaves Gotham. I wonder what's going to happen there. Like, Gotham is, oh man, Abyss, part one. As Gotham celebrates surviving fear state, Batman retreats alone into the darkness, but when he learns of the of a mystery involving Batman Inc., it forces the Cape Crusader to leave Gotham for a brand new adventure. Oh, ho, 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 Batman Inc. Wow. All right. Batman versus Abyss will be 119. Okay. Abyss's character is, is really cool. Um, like the, the little concept that they have here. Detective 1046. Fear State Aftermath, bloody, broken, and beaten, Batman had a mission after the Joker War. He would no longer look over Gotham City from Wayne Manor. He would move to the heart of the city, get closer to its people and its problems. The fight he pursued would be different. But after Fear State, he finds himself disillusioned. He is no longer the protector the city needs and definitely not the one it deserves. Batman's last night in Gotham City before his international sojourn is here. Okay, so I wonder what's going to happen to, um, I wonder what's going to happen to Batman now like that out of Gotham. Oh shit, Batgirls number one. Yeah, we're getting a fucking Batgirls. Uh, Batgirls is coming out. It doesn't have a date here, but it'll be three ninety nine. There are two variant covers. Da, 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 da. All right, I'm, I'm down for this. I'm going to read Batgirls. I don't know if I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. I'll probably talk about the first few issues because I want y'all to see how great it is. Um, But other than that, I'm not sure if it's something I'll keep up a thousand percent. Oh. Oh, Shadow of the Bat. All new Shadows Shadows of the Bat weekly begins in Detective Comics. All right. The Tower begins. The 12-part weekly Detective Comics event starts here. Arkham Asylum has fallen, and its place, Arkham Tower, has risen in the heart of the city. A pitch made by a mysterious Dr. Ware. Unlike the Asylum, Dr. Ware promises his methods and drug treatments will heal Gotham's criminally inclined for good, a claim that skept- that skeptics like Deb Donovan and the Bat family don't believe. Oh, ho, ho, ho. that's nice. So they're not going to get rid of the detective titles. They're just going to kind of move the name for a 12-part weekly series. So for 12 weeks, so I guess that means Batman's going to be out of Gotham for 12 weeks if I'm taking a guess. 
I'm cool with that. Justice League 2021 20, Annual. Catwoman Lonely City. Dark Knights of Steel by Tom Taylor. Or was it King? JK. Um, That looks like it's going to be really cool. I'm excited for that. Swamp Thing Green Hell looks absolutely... Wow, that shit looks crazy. From the creative Sweet Tooth. Let's see what else we got. One Star Squadron, Superman level service at Bizarro Prices. Um, I'm going to try that one. I'm going to look at it and see what it's about. It's got uh, some very obscure characters for uh, people who don't normally read. So that's really cool. I'm going um, to check that out, the first issue, see what it's about. They're getting Mildstone is getting a soft cover. Uh, let's see. Doomsday Clock Absolute. So I wonder what's going to be different about having this Absolute. Oh my god. It's 125-ish fucking dollars. Collecting the full 12-issue miniseries in one oversized hardcover slipcase. This new edition also features dozens of pages of behind-the-scenes features, including never-before-seen sketches. I mean, I don't know how I how I feel about that sketches are cool but like I, I'm not sure we'll see um absolute dark knights metal the absolute edition of the epic story dark knights metal one through six batman lost number one dark knight rising the wild hunt one as well as a hundred over a hundred pages of extra special features in this oversized Mmm, that sounds super mid to me for $125 when they could have just like upped it a bit and just gave us Batman, I mean Metal Part 2 as well. Batman The Long Halloween, Catwoman Winning Room, on sale $222.22. Alright, so like, that's not a lot of huge, huge, huge. New Joker, Future State Gotham number 8. Enter the new Joker. Ooh, ooh, ooh. All right. So that was all of that for that. Let's go on to the Marvel uh, previews. Front and center of the cover is Devil's Reign number one, a Marvel event. I really don't know how I feel about this. I want the Daredevil stuff, but I don't know how I feel about the other things. Oh, shit. They previewed like the first issue or so. Oh, oh yeah, that's pretty crazy. Avengers Forever, Demons Day, Rising Storm, number one, The Amazing Spider-Man, Beyond, um, Demon Days X-Men. Oh, oh, this Spider-Man Beyond thing looks a little interesting. Um, Hulk two. Okay, that Hulk looks pretty good. Hmm. Marvel Wastelanders, spinning out of the Old Man Logan universe. Welcome to the post-apocalyptic wasteland. A world where heroes can die, villains can win, and the constant struggle to survive is magnified by threats both personal and, personal and cosmic. Now, are they talking about... Oh! Alright, so I thought Wastelanders was already a comic. Maybe I'm wrong. But I thought it was. I know that Wastelanders is a podcast because we just had the Star-Lord one. 
and we're about to have, I mean, yeah, we just had the Star-Lord one. We're about to have the Hawkeye one next. So I wonder if the Wolverine one will be there eventually and Black Widow's on here too. Those are the pictures that's here. So I wonder if we'll eventually get that. But we're also getting a comic of it. Um, and it looks like Wolverine is carrying a baby Hulk. He is carrying a baby Hulk. Wow. Which is interesting because this reminds me of something I just recently listened to. I don't think it was in the podcast. I think it was a comic book where there was a baby Hulk and damn, bro, I, I can't remember and I don't want to butcher what I'm talking about, but that looks super familiar. Uh, let's see what else we got. Anything else that I find interesting? Um, Thor is going to keep going. Downey Cates with Thor 20. Strange Academy. There's Star Wars stuff. I mean, you know I really opened this only for X-Men. But I didn't see any X-Men in here. I could be tripping. Yeah. Not too much. Just the previews on Marauder 27, Excalibur 26, Otherworld Falls. Oh, Okay. We're going to burn Otherworld to the ground. Hellions 18. Hellions no more. Oh, is that the last issue of Hellions? Can we get a Laura, uh, fucking Laura, um, solo book? Like, I'm looking at the Wolverine 19 preview and I'm like, yo, Wolverine's great. But let's, let's give us some Laura, please. That would be great. Let's see, what, what do you got? Orphan Maker has committed a horrible crime as crime as he faces the ultimate penalty. The cracks in the Hellions team are on full display. Secrets, betrayals, alliance, and losses all come to the surface as the fallout of Orphan Maker's actions threaten to end all the Hellions have worked toward. Plus, the return of a fan-favorite char ex-character in a decision that will rock the foundation of Krakoa. I wonder who that character will be. Madeline. Madeline. It's going to be Madeline. It's going to be Madeline, guys. I, I bet you it's going to be Madeline. So, that's everything. That is all I gave y'all. I gave y'all in 58 minutes of hits. Alright? 58 minutes of me chattering. I'm the best background noise there is. Alright? Thank you all for coming through. So, if you stuck past the fake goodbye, this is the real goodbye. Peace. See y'all in, in two weeks. Unless you know I'm awesome and I do it in one week. But see y'all in two weeks. Have a good one. Nintendo is having a, a direct the day after this podcast, which is the 23rd. So if you stayed here all the way to this point, I told you Nintendo's having a direct tomorrow afternoon. Later.